This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. All right. All right. Hello, Nadine. Hi, Devin. <laughs> How's it going? It's going okay. Uh, trying to get settled in here. Okay. Settled in? What, did you move? Mm-hmm. Well, I just was uh, oh, you moved feeling to- a little discombobulated. I was trying to get a, several things done real quick to get here. Mm. To talk, to speak with you. So you, you just moved to a comfortable spot. Your little room. Okay. Okay. Can you hear? Yeah. Can you not hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. so what are we talking about today? Oh, I don't know. Maybe astrophysics or something. Hmm. Hmm. I meant to study that last week, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't. Didn't you mm-hmm. have some homework or something? From you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Life is my homework. And did you come out with any lessons this week? Oh my gosh! <laughs> they're all. <laughs> when I looked, there were like five or six, and they are already on the shelf. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's already on the shelf. Mm-hmm. It's like partially filed away. Are they just hanging out so, of the files? Well, readily accessible, I would say. Um, they're in that accessible room. So, so it's, it's a lot of the things are ongoing. ongoing. But you It'll don't be, know what they are? They'll be accessible. Um... So, lessons this week. Hmm. Lessons. Since last week. Uh, oh, let's see. <laughs> well, the thing that comes to my mind is um, Monday night, uh, as of Sunday, let me back up a little bit. Sunday, my mom finished some antibiotics. And I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but... Monday night, I went to get her up and from her chair Mm. uh, and just stand her up and she just felt like on the left-hand side, it wasn't very much muscle strength and she sat right back Mm. down and um, I was standing in front of her and she was touching her face and she says, why are you touching my face? Why are you, why are your fingers in my mouth? And I said, mom, they're not, I'm, I'm over here, I'm in front of you. So anyway, huh. went to get her up and uh, was crazy. trying to give her instructions to maneuver, and she wasn't comprehending anything I had to say. And um, 
she kept saying, tell me what to do. And I kept telling her what to do. And then she kept saying, tell me what to do. So then um, I actually got triggered um, because she was, I, I, I know fear set was in there and then um, I was in fear. And then um, she said, um, you know, she started doing this the way she used to talk to me as a kid, like it's my fault. I'm blaming you, you know, you're, what are, why are you doing this you know, kind yeah. of thing? And then I, and then I just went into upset right there. Boom. You know, so it doesn't help a confusing situation. And that's exactly, you know, it wasn't like anything I could control. I was upset in fear. And then, um, so finally got her back to the chair and, um, actually she went to go sit down right on the ground. And I was wow. able to, you know, uh, just kind of help maneuver her into the chair. So, I mean, I was freaked out. And then, um, so during the night she got better. So then the next day I called the agency. And when she woke up that the next day, she was like 50%, 60% way back. And um, into comprehending and all of that. And anyway, they, they told me what to do, call primary doctor. They said, you got to take her to a neurologist hmm. and she just kept improving improving and so the the thing is is that like you know yeah. like i i saw that um i was triggered and um it still brought up some stuff that i thought i had laid to rest you know like yeah. um hearing her as blaming me but there was still some some there but i mean i during you know even that night i you know talked to her about it and just um she could comprehend a lot um and who knows exactly how much but in a, what i'm trying to say is i owned that my upset part right oh. and she tried to get her you know to communicate and she was calmed down to a certain extent you know i always know that well she's going to think whatever she thinks and if she's mad she's going to be mad but she seemed to be okay uh, to a certain extent. But, yeah. uh, you know, that's, uh, as I'm talking to you about that, I, you know what, I can't control that. Um, but as far as me recognizing my fear, my upset, that I got triggered, that I thought it was all that's taken good. care of, you know, yeah. it, and it wasn't. So just by acknowledging it, I saw that... Um, you know, I did a little bit of um, the work with it, the Byron Katie work, um, just uh, really in my head. Um, and um, and you I, released, you... I released some of that, you know. I mean, I just knew that it, I was making that up, is what I'm saying. I noticed I was you... the one who wasn't finished, but go ahead. You really like this uh, Byron Katie, the work, right? That, yeah. What, what does it consist of exactly? I, I mean, I've... I've read it and done it and seen it and everything, but you know, for those listeners, mm-hmm. uh, what what exactly is, what does it do? What is it? Mm-hmm. So it's for any kind of a stressful thought, and you're questioning the thought basically, and put it through four questions, and a turnaround. And so basically, it's an experience. Basically, you're asking, um, as you know, how we have a belief, and then, like, you know, my husband doesn't listen to me, and so, you know, you, the 
you question it. Does my, my husband doesn't listen to me. Is it true? And then you might say, yeah, that's true. But then the second question is, can you absolutely know that it's true? And that you take in more inside yourself in a meditative way. And can I absolutely know that it is true that he doesn't listen to me? Well, you know, then I might say, think, well, sometimes he does, you know. So then you go into the third question. The third question is basically, how does it, you know, how does it affect my life? What happens to me when I believe the thought that my husband doesn't live, uh, listen to me? And then, you know, you might come up, well, I overeat, I try to zone out, I get snappy with him, um, you know, different kinds of things. So you kind of see what the effect is of, at that belief. And then the fourth question is, who would I be if I couldn't believe that thought? That's one way of asking it. Who would I be if I couldn't believe that thought? How would my life be if I couldn't believe that thought? Just for a moment. Mm -hmm. And then it takes you to before you ever believe that thought sometimes and you go like oh i'd be free i'd be calm so you get to see what yeah. the effect would be on your life if you didn't believe that thought so then you cut so you get to see what's the effect and how would uh, on your life when you believe the thought and what's the effect when you don't believe it and then you go into this thing called the turnaround and you basically go as many directions and turn it turn the, it around like well, my husband does listen to me and then you think of the literal thoughts or the times that you know at least like you go for three things okay. he does listen to me yeah yeah he listened to me this morning when I told him such and such and how did I know he responded and and then you go I don't and then you turn it around I don't listen to him and then you go yeah Ooh. yesterday I didn't and the, you know, before I turned him, tuned him out, whatever, and you literally see where you didn't listen to him, and then turn it maybe around to yourself. I don't listen to myself, mm -hmm. you know, and you come up with, you know, literally times that you don't listen to yourself, and, the t and another one would be, I don't listen to him. Oh, I might have just said that, but um, so anyway, yeah. those are, it brings in really big insights, you know, like, um, it it's it really helps with projecting because it's like before I thought my husband didn't listen to me, but now I see, God, I don't listen to him, and I don't even listen to myself a lot of times, <laughs> and you know, so it kind of brings it back home, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is inside it kind of like you can re release those beliefs because now you're undoing the beliefs you're undoing the egoic belief system yeah. right the stressful thoughts so you're recognizing um, that yeah. you're recognizing that the what the problem was and so that it naturally can be solved instead of insisting the problem was something else somehow right right and gives you an insight and a really big some big ahas to, to how i am yeah. actually projecting the stuff outside and not taking responsibility inside and what I'm really maybe not even aware of what I'm doing to myself, you know, <laughs> and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, uh-huh. So how did you use that with your mom? Well, I, you so, sure she wasn't having um, um, a stro yeah. stroke of some mm -hmm. sort? Well, it's, it, it, 
it probably wasn't. It was some more like a tick sort of thing that they're like a cousin to, but maybe not that. Mm. Um, so, you know, the first question is, is it true? She doesn't, you know, she blames me, you know, is that true? And, um, you know, I, like, I didn't put it down on paper. It's best to put it on paper because then you can really undo it. But I got such a sense of, I can't even believe that, that she's not listening to me all of a sudden. I mean, that she's blaming me. I couldn't believe that she's blaming me because I saw immediately I was making that up, you know, <laughs> and it, oh, yes, it did streamline all the way to childhood or whatever, but see the gigs up because I've already questioned around it enough. Yeah. There was still just some stuff stuck down there that I hadn't, you know, gotten undone and released. So, well, I'm, I'm um, more curious on what drug that is. Cause I want some, <laughs> you want some, yeah, it's good. Sounds trippy. <laughs> you know, it's, there's, there's a, some philosopher said, um, a life, um, unquestioned isn't worth living. And it kind of goes along with, you know, questioning our thoughts and especially, you know, the stressful thoughts. Because, like, if this is a dream, then the good thoughts, they're working for us. That's fine. But if it's, you know, stressful, well, no, that's static in our life and pain, you know, to whatever degree that it's painful, right? Mm -hmm. The stressful thought. So, yeah, so I've been working as one of the things that I've been working um, on and off when I'm ready right uh especially once again the last few years i first came across that the the work um gosh i don't know late uh early 2000 i don't know something like that i don't know exactly remember when but um hmm. but the course of miracles has been also a main teacher for me so i would consider the work a, a teacher <laughs> and an undoing of the egoic system and then the Course of Miracles, um, uh, the, you know, the, well, probably the granddaddy of <laughs> all of it, um, <laughs> to undo the ego. I mean, actually, Katie, um, they call her Katie. Her real name is Byron. Uh, her first name is Byron Katie, last name Katie, but a lot of people call her Katie. Um, so she had like an automatic... Um, well, she had a, uh, an automatic type of an awakening, you know, where yeah. the whole reality, um, this whole world, like, disappeared for a moment. And then when her thoughts came back in, it all came crashing back in. And then the four steps and the turnaround just came naturally um, to her after because she didn't have a lot of spiritual background. Oh, maybe she was but having a I, stroke. Mm, go ahead. Maybe she was having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was having a, a, a major adjustment um, because she was like in bliss and she actually lost her identity. She had to be retaught yeah. about her identity, um, which she, you know, she did. And uh, I kind of, I mean, that sounds like, a, mm -hmm. what's mm -hmm. her name? Uh, she was on Oprah and everything. She was actually talking about a stroke that she had and how beautiful it was when she was. Uh, joining with all the objects in the wall around her, and well, you would call that a stroke uh, of genius, maybe, but she—I've never heard her <laughs> say that she's had a stroke, stroke like a physical. 
Well, I mean, what's um, the difference? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Yeah. I and mean, yeah, we, we like to give a man, like a physical manifestation form to the same thing that's occurring. It's like, which mm-hmm. do we want to look at is real, even though it might, there might not be evidence that, you know, Byron Katie was having that. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like there's no real evidence that I I died in any sort of fashion mm-hmm. that I did, but mm-hmm. it's no doubt in the experiences that I, I occurred that occurred in my mind or whatever it still happened, you know. Mm-hmm. They're still there somehow. Right, right, right. Like um, you uh, know, you know, we had a conversation last week, um, and Katie might say, "Well, where's your proof <laughs> that that ever happened?" You know, or I went to lunch with my friends. So she goes really deep, but she also is a very practical to well, be able to apply. What if I say um, the recording the, is, is the evidence of it? Yeah, but in the dream, you're just listening to what? <laughs> you know? Well, which part uh, of it is the dream? Is it the fact that it exists? Is that entirely thing a dream and, and that's all wrong? Or is it quite literally that you think this is outside of your own mind, as if the recording is somehow in my computer or on the internet, and you click on it, and then the sound comes out of that and goes into my ears. You know, is that actually happening, or is the dream, Mm-mm. you know, well, the it's dream Well, like, where's part, your proof that it's happening? Yeah. Where's your proof? Well, the proof that it's happening outside of myself, or happening at all? Happening at all. I mean, just the fact that, like, what is actually happening is what I would say. Like, what is actually happening? And then you, as you realize that, you know, there is something here. There is something there. But it's Mm -hmm. not outside of myself. It's actually inside this consciousness. So it's Mm -hmm. not actually on an internet, in the computer, uh, moving from that space, from the speakers into my ears. Right. But that it has never left the source in which it is still at. Right, and so how can you prove that? You know, it. But you're that. That's I'm seeing exactly what you're saying, and that makes. Yeah, I see that. So I you're see saying that. there's it's no like, proof, there's no evidence that something's there's occurring no, here. There's no, there's no proof that anything's ever happening. But I mean, that's actually you know like a workshop, and you go inside yourself, and. Um, but where's your evidence that there's no evidence? Because many people would say there is some evidence that I, I right, you know, right, I'm touching right. this can. So then I would say, then, then, then definitely take a workshop with somebody that can take you there. Because <laughs> can we go there? I, I can only we go have there? glimpses. You know what I'm saying? I only have glimpses of what you're talking about. Yeah, but of, I think um, I think once you mm-hmm. once you are willing to teach it, then you mm-hmm. are saying you have it. It's not mm-hmm. it's not you gain it and then you can teach it. That that's you know well, you're procrastinating. Well, along the way, I see what you're saying. So I, try and yeah. teach us now. Teach us now. <laughs> Take us there. Let's go there. About Let's do it right no now. Proof. Yeah. What well, is what does all you that know, mean? What what comes to my mind, and we'll see where it goes. I don't know. Yeah, you don't need like, any. There's the nighttime dream when we dream at night. Yeah. And then there's the daytime dream. Yeah. What's the difference? And um. There's, there's actually. Um, what's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Um, one looks like it's in the daytime and one looks like <laughs> it's at night. <laughs> one's with the eyes open and one's like with the eyes closed. Like this is the 3D, you know, inside the movie. But at night it's oh, like that 3D. sometimes too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I mean, 
I would say one thing different between the two is a buffer period of manifestation. Right? Like there's some, oh. there's like a gestation period. Oh, that's a good period. one, yeah. Because yeah, in the sleeping yeah. dream, you think of something and it's almost immediately happening, right? Right, right, yeah. right. And then the, here, right. here you think of something and, you yeah. know, some of us it happens pretty quick and some of us it happens right. days later, some happens years later, as far as manifestation goes. Right, right. Yeah. So and I, then it's like on this, on the daytime one is there's the one about, um, you know, why is somebody else doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> Manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> and and so, keep recre recreating, you know, I mean, not in a blame way, but just like um, it keeps showing up in my life. And how am mm -hmm. I doing this? Or, but it's manifesting one way, one way or another, you know. Yeah. Kind I would day. say the measurement of the the gestation period or the the buffer period is is the same equal amount in some sort of mathematical equation is to how much resistance and fear you still have. Yeah. 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 Because so yeah, the more resistance and fear you letting go of and acceptance and. Boom, yeah, boom. And, love. and, and the better closer, things. The closer like the, the manifesting happens. Mm -hmm. Like the part in the Course uh, where it's talking about um, we don't have to find love, just the blocks to love. So yeah, maybe exactly. if there's no blocks, there's like super fast, you know, manifestation of, of yeah. love, you know, or that's what's appearing more and more. I know as I'm going along my path, um, that I'm not running into the angry people like I used to. I'm running into yeah. more of the, I can't believe that person was so loving and was so kind and did that. And, you know, it's well, you're like not in Utah anymore. The, huh? Not in Utah? <laughs> well, you're not in Utah anymore. That's why. <laughs> no, not, I'm not in Kansas anymore either. But um, I bring it with me. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, no, it's but but California would be more like the old thought about New York and everybody's in a hurry and this and that. Um, although that whole concept has probably mm. changed a lot too of New York and people being so abrupt. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so you know, like the idea that, of hmm? the sleeping dream, um, and there's actually a part in the course that does say how you die every night. And you wake up and you come alive and are born oh. again every morning. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of referring to that the dream in which you go to and the space that it seems to be quick and uh, or emptiness and some people don't dream. Uh, the manifestation right. occurs in a dream almost instantaneously. That's why it seems so random and out of place mm -hmm. with your thoughts. That if you mm -hmm. notice that when you do somehow either you're you're terrified in the dream or you find something very pleasurable or something and you're you're almost knocked out of the dream and you wake up right in that moment and that's kind of mm. uh the idea of why we're here in the first place is because this world is is a slowing down of that and mm. that that is giving us the opportunity to train Gosh. our minds instead of manifesting something you know instantaneously right. that we're terrified Kicking of we, yeah. we give ourselves a few days you know a yeah. few weeks or months before it happens 
and are yeah. we going to change our minds before it happens are we going to change mm-hmm. our minds <laughs> and mm-hmm. and opposed to like it is very similar to the spirit world being in a sleeping dream where it's almost instantaneous and that kind of gives us the opportunity or how well how well are we trained now are we going to accept what's happening and are we mm-hmm. gonna are we gonna think of what we want or think of what we don't want and then we're back into this world right well, thinking of what we don't want and then watching my mom mirror some of this stuff back to me to help teach me is like incredible yeah. to see where she accepts oh this body parts not working so well and when she fights it and and when she's projecting her old thought system towards me about who she thinks I am when the physical therapist was here a little while ago he said your daughter has uh, a big heart and when he left I said we were talking about this and that and I said did you hear what he said Um, (laughs) he said I have a big heart and she went well I don't know So, um, well, that's what you were you looking know, she'll for. She'll see me as she sees me. You know what I'm saying? But that's also getting peeled back. A but do you bit, realize that, that? Do you hmm. realize that that you were looking for her answer to be negating in what you're talking about? Oh, you know, there. I think there is a little bit of that going on. Because you wanted, you were, you were actually saying, oh, "Hey, did you hear God. him? So, uh, did you hear <laughs> him say that I have a big heart?" As yeah. if somebody else can convince her to say the same thing. And that you want right. her to recognize that, but which right. means that you believe she would say the opposite. So you're trying to get her to be convinced. Really, you're just saying, no, I'm not willing to accept my mom being negative. No, I'm not willing to accept my mom being disappointed in me. No, I'm not willing to accept my mom, you know, but having I am, to correct me. I am me. actually. I am becoming willing to have her. And why have her? Why try and convince her? Be disappointed and all of that because. That's as good because it's playing out. You see, it's giving it an opportunity. Yeah, but why does she need to know? To play out so I can see. Cause so I can see. <laughs> I can feel. Yeah, but you're the one I not seeing you that you have a big that, heart. Mm, you, you're insisting that she's not seeing you have a big heart. You're the one not seeing that you have a big heart. That's why no, you need I her to that, know. No, I get that, but I'm hearing you. What I'm saying is I'm hearing you. That's like the another part of it. You know, that I am now ready to see that... What am um, I saying? You're saying that I don't believe I have a big heart. And um, to whatever degree, I don't believe I have a big heart. That's why it feels good when someone tells you that. And just starting to recognize and be willing to say, oh, let me see. Do I have a big heart? Let's see how that shows up, you know? Yeah. And and really get into that because then that starts actually changing what I've had set up to happen next week. That's what my feeling is right now. So let's think of it this way. Let's turn it around a little bit in a weird way. Uh, what about okay. you, you setting up for next week a thing called euthanasia? Being youthful? No, I mean like you know putting <laughs> putting your mother to sleep. What about it? I mean, you think of that. Do you have any feelings coming up when you think of that, that like just letting her go? Yeah, like, I do. What, what, yeah, do you, what do you think I, about um, you? What kind of a person would you be doing that? What kind of a person would I be doing that? 
you know, whatever feelings. Well, actually, actually, what came up is I'd be loving. Is that what actually came up? That's is actually that what you've been what just translating came up. Just now. The, yeah, just now. What happened when I said it? When you said it, I was like, my eye is like, no, I don't want you to go yet. You know, and it's like. Is that what it's on? Um, I'm not done. <laughs> it was all about me. Oh. So mm-hmm. what would have to be done for you to be done with the lessons from your mom? I mean, what would the person. What would kind of a person would you be after learning all the lessons from your mother? Mm. I mean, would you be like awesome and glowing or something? Or well, I don't know. Well, I'll just tell you what came up. Self-sufficient came up. Oh. Now this self could be like the big self, like the spiritual self, like really. Well, you don't um, have to get philosophical. Recognizing, really recognizing those parts that I'm really haven't been able to recognize to a deep okay. level of this um, but what of would, this loving part you know, what would without getting all philosophical about it like all right. you know you have a goal in mind in other words you said you're not done yet what would that goal be in your mind that you would know you're done Well, <laughs> you know, is it just time? Is it time with your mom? Mm-hmm. What are you? Well, what came up is I'd be happy. That's how I know I'd be done. So, what happens if your mom dies and you're still not happy? Then what about it? What um, What just got no, crushed? It's just then. It's just all up to me. Oh, like it was never up to your mom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's weird. Get to find that out, huh? Oh my gosh. What? I don't want to have these insights, Devin. No, I'm teasing. Okay. Um, no, you want to procrastinate this happiness. I want to procrastinate. Let's draw this out another 15 years. Yeah. I mean, Are there's you no ready problem. Yet? I, Are you I mean, ready for the jet propulsion? Yeah. I don't know. It's not a it's not a problem waiting until death to be joyful and finally remembering who you are. But I mean, you can do yeah. that here. No, well, it's that was training. her death, not mine. I mean, in terms of this dream world, I was saying hers, yeah, not mine. I, but I mean, oh. yours as well. I mean, you're going mm-hmm. to remember who you are when you die, and you're going to experience right. joy beyond imagined in anything you have ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet you don't have to put it off. Right. Yeah, you don't have to wait. I mean, you can... Right. How good can I stand it? You know, that's kind of the question. Hmm. Hmm. How good can you stand it? Yeah, can I tolerate it? When I first started going into this whole journey, like the late, I don't know, late 80s, um, I, I actually realized I didn't have very much tolerance for good I'm, I'm literally it's true and I <laughs> on purpose thought I need to build my tolerance for good mm-hmm. now I didn't connect it <laughs> I'm just saying before I didn't connect it like right now if I look back and I I actually had to talk that way to myself you need to build your tolerance for good <laughs> what kind of uh blank hole was I in you know but anyway well I have noticed at least 
I haven't seen you in person for a while, but I remember seeing you like stopping in your tracks being like, now wait a minute, Nadine. <laughs> and you know, I was pretty good at that, like actually questioning what? what was happening. You're like, wait a minute. No, Devin, no, I need to, I need to process this. What is happening here? And you know, it, I'm sure you, <laughs> you're trained enough you know, to actually do that, like in a sleeping dream. Have you ever done that in a sleeping dream? You're like, wait a minute, is this actually happening? <laughs> no, oh. not that I can think of. Oh. You might, you might soon then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's see, where we traveled. <laughs> Lessons of this week. So, let's see. <sighs> Am I going to without getting philosophical, that's impossible. Okay. No, you can. But, I was um, specifically talking about your feelings at the time. Yeah, well Yeah. Mind and feelings. Um You have feelings? So it's up to me to see whether I have a big heart. Mm. I mean, really. Well, I've been I've been wasting a lot of time, using a lot of time to bounce it off my mother. (laughs) So in some ways or other people, other places, other things like I keep setting it up to um, to distract me from looking. Just look inside. Yeah, look inside. Right. Right. Just to look inside and see what I see for myself, really. So mm-hmm. that, I, I, immediately I get, well, that's a, that's a scary place to go. <laughs> you know, you it's mean like I have, like if you want it, no, go ahead. Uh, where you reside is scary to go? Um, to look down those parts inside myself is a scary place to go mm-hmm. it's almost like oh you're not supposed to go there remember it well, almost felt like that <laughs> it's like oh you're going down that back alley and it's almost you know it's almost getting dark you know yeah. do you want to go down there by yourself <laughs> kind of thing and even in the physical yeah. form having a big <clears throat> heart is actually a disease that where you can't you can't function because your heart's too big to pump properly your blood throughout mm-hmm. your system, you know. It's, I mean, is is like a big heart? What you, I mean, would you? What would what would be so great about you if you had a big heart? Well, it's just it's just a, a way of saying um, that you're loving. Yeah, that you're loving, and um, so. So I mean, you would be what? A and be- to recognize it, I mean, Devin, you know, to it breaks up the old identity. You know, the old identity of this is who I am, and this is the way my mom s- s- sees me. I mean, this but, whole I've been here w- here with her for four years, and almost four years. You know, like in a, a month and a half, yeah. something like that. Anyway, um, so. I am less triggered and reactive to many of the things. I mean, I've already mm-hmm. dealt with, yeah, yeah. you know, what what the thought system was, but it was inside myself. So I needed, this was like boot camp and um, to bring up whatever beliefs I had 
in within myself, still about myself, that were highly destructive and negative, and um, you know. So, uh, so, so you, there's been what mm-hmm. kind of a person would you be if you had a big heart? I mean, would you be a better person? Is it that simple? Is that what you're no, suggesting? I just be in touch with that better part of myself or self, you know? That I would be in touch with that and it would be okay and I would start I would start more the process okay. of um, taking my allegiance back from the ego. Whatever allegiance that I made, I've made. Because to me, why would I think that you know, that, that dark path that showed up going down the loving, you know, looking for the love that's there already, seeing it. And it felt like if I go inside and I look like that, it's like dangerous. So I, obvi- I mean, I heard so, the course talk about it before, but I can actually feel that there's some things I've set up inside myself yeah. that I'm, that I don't want to, um, that I still have some yeah. uh, like, well, besides traps. allegiance what's another word to say with the ego it's like some kind of a pact you know and now I'm breaking it step by step you know I do the Byron Katie work or the egoic thoughts I'm undoing you know another way to undo the ego like the I mean that's the main thing with the course of miracles right is to undo the ego isn't it so if, but if you went down this dark path and you mm-hmm. were believing everything the ego said I mean what kind of a person would you be then free <laughs> free i'd be free to believe in yeah, the ego. if i went down the dark path and i faced the dark path and i faced what i wasn't and i you know met what i need to meet and that dark path on the way to seeing what's loving inside me i'd well, be facing it right so going down that dark path there's the light at the end of the tunnel is that what you're saying well yeah it's just it's just a fictitious dark path that says don't go there don't look inside yourself. Don't find the love within. So Keep you, so you're saying your life out and these beliefs, thoughts about yourself, how you're this way and that kind of a person, and mm-hmm. on the negative side, and don't you know, don't really look at the beauty that's there. Yeah, because that's the game I've been playing. Okay, so, I so see you're that. hoping that the beauty that is there can be noticed without going down the dark path, like. You're no, hoping no. that I, I can you, have a big heart. You have to go through the dark path to get to the, the light that's at the end of the tunnel because you're in a tunnel already. You don't know it, but you're to, so to get out. You get to the way to go. The way out is the way through. So I have to go through whatever it is and face whatever it is. All these, you know, mind constructs that I've made that keeps mm-hmm. me from just being here and and. And knowing what I really am. So it's that yeah. it's the journey everybody's on, right? To find out who and what they really are. So going down this dark path, you wouldn't become an evil person? No, 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 no. It's just like a, all in a day. You know, like when you're a kid and you're outside playing and then you stayed out too long and, oh, might, might want to take a shortcut. But it's a little bit scary to take that shortcut. So, but that'll get you home quicker, you know. Yeah. So it's more like that. More quicker. So just just to go with things we've talked about already. I mean, to face the things that scare us, you know, the scare me. So like um, letting your mom go, for an example. Which which way is that? Well, letting my mom's thought systems go is probably and 
for me to and letting my mom go um yeah there's i'm sure there's i could look at that for sure because i you know sometimes i there was a definite part that i felt in my gut no i'm not ready to let her go quite yet and you know i want to have a little bit of fun with her you know it doesn't have to be all about work you're having (laughs) fun she has been a big mirror for me okay and it's been four years of boot camp (laughs) so let's you know let's get out and play a little bit you know before you you go so to speak right yeah. I want to. I want to get out in the sunshine, and I want to go <laughs> to another little town, senior citizen, and do a little party or just whatever. You know, it's like okay, learn the gut of the lessons. Now let's have a little bit of fun, <laughs> like mm. that. Yeah. So you would have a bigger heart if you went down this dark area, or just in touch with what you. Well, find? it's already the gigs up. I mean, I already get to start looking. You know, yeah. I already get to to go down the path that's a little scary. Okay. So that would be for me just to get more honest and just to get meditative time or whatever and look really look, you know, and, and tune into that. Um the gig is up. strengthen what's real. Hey everybody. Yeah. Nadine has a big heart, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that? How does that feel? Oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Well, I, I think know. that's I think I have that's butterflies. A, a good note okay. to leave it off on today. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for having this conversation with me. Yeah. So I don't have a, a bigger heart than anybody else does in sure. the, in this seeming <laughs> existence. Right. Yeah. Nadine's heart is bigger than everybody. No, same. Like <laughs> your heart. Oh no, you gotta be. How does that feel? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, feelings definitely are not the same for me as they used to be. I mm-hmm. can't tell you that much. I feel like feelings have always been a choice now and I, I just choose like peace instead. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you next okay. week, Nadine. Thank you. All right. Take care, Devin. Thanks for tuning Bye-bye. in. Bye bye. Bye.